I'm Phil Rickaby, and I'm a writer and performer, and I am also an introvert. I'm Jess Gorman, and I am a theater maker, and I am also an introvert, and this is The Introvert's Guide to... On The Introvert's Guide 2, we talk about the introvert life and how to live it to the fullest. We'll choose a topic and discuss it as well as... We'll choose a topic and discuss it as well as try to find other helpful hints on social media and on the internet at large. If you want to drop us a line, we would love to hear from you. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Introvert Guide 2, the number 2, and you can find the website at introvertsguide2.com. If you want to send us a message, you can do that through the website, or you can email us at introvertsguidetostuff at gmail.com. And remember, we may use your questions or comments on an upcoming episode of The Introvert's Guide 2. And if you like the podcast and you listen on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving a comment and a five-star rating. Your comments and ratings help new people find the show. But even better, whether you listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, if you know someone that might like The Introvert's Guide too, tell them about it. Some of our favorite podcasts became our favorites because someone we know told us about them. I would just like to kick us off. Yes. I have an introduction to the internet for later as as in usual fashion we'll keep it to the end but i have something that i wanted to share that i had found on reddit this is a bit scathing and i don't use that word lightly and i just want to put a warning out there that there was some pretty strong language being used for this but the reason why i wanted to bring it up is because this exact post is exactly why a lot of introverts resent their introversion is because of feelings that maybe extroverts may have about us i don't bring this post a lot of the times when I bring these posts forward, I, I do it out of jest because I really love to see Phil get uncomfortable and just, you know, I just enjoy it. I'm, what can I say? I'm a bit uh, sadistic that way. But I just wanted to share something because a lot of the times I feel like we have these thoughts about ourselves and I, it's just not true. So without further ado, someone created a post saying why I hate introverts, and it was in the unpopular opinion subreddit. Considering a vast majority of introverts use the internet often, this may offend people, but I don't care. I despise introverts. I hate everything about them. I'm as far on the extrovert scale as you can get, and I've tried dating introverts, being friends with introverts, but all they do is piss me off. We can never agree on anything to do. I want to have someone that will go to a party or a club with me and not stand in a corner. I want someone that will go to a party with me and not follow me around because they don't know anyone else. I like hitting on people in parties and clubs, and when someone is standing over my shoulder because they are awkward or uncomfortable, it really ruins the vibe. I can't stand having introverted friends that very rarely hang out with me because it's not their thing. 
Introverts need to sometimes get over it and at least put their half of the effort in to keep the friendship going. A lot of introverts don't understand how one-sided they make extroverted friends. A lot of introverts don't understand how one-sided they make extroverted friends relationships feel. I hate introverts that refuse to meet my other friends. I hate introverts that refuse to order a pizza while I'm taking a shower or doing my makeup because they don't like being on the phone. I hate introvert friends that force me to stay inside with them and watch TV every time I want to hang out because they don't feel like going out. I don't care if you don't want to go out. You can't have it your way all of the time. Introverts are selfish. I'm always walking on eggshells and tiptoeing around their sensitive personalities, and I could barely take it anymore. Introverts, if you have extroverted friends, stop making it about yourself. You say you feel anxiety around people while extroverts become uncomfortable, staying inside and start feeling itchy to go out and do something. It's a two-way street. Be considerate of your extrovert friends for once. Take a breath. I have thoughts. I have oh. I'm sure we both have thoughts. My first thought is, that's okay. I hate you too. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be your friend. No. No. You know, the, pro the problem is that the chances are this extrovert has decided that they are going to change their those introverts. They're seeking out, I want to be a friend. I'm going to be your friend. And you're going to be a friend in the way that I want you to be. Mm -hmm. But do you see like why reading those things as an introvert, why we have such an issue with ourselves? Oh, yeah. Because we so see that and we're like, oh my gosh, I am the problem. I must be the problem. And I saw that and I'm thinking... You like, I can just imagine you dragging an introvert to a club who already doesn't want to go, but is going because you want to go. And they totally ignore that. And, and it's just, to me, it was like, good for you, introvert, whoever you are that went with this person. Like this, this was a post from six years ago. So if that was you, I salute you, my friend, but just how selfish of a perspective. And I have to wonder how often we carry this guilt with us and how much it makes us resent ourselves for who we are. I like, I hate to come in strong here, but like, this was something that was just in a classic example. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I mean, I don't think there, I don't think you can come in too strong on this particular one. It's, it's infuriating because I think this this post, this unpopular opinion, this this extrovert who's posting this is sort of voicing something that almost every introvert has heard in various parts of their life, either from teachers, either from parents, either from friends, either from family. It like all of that stuff is like it's like basically this person is saying, stop being introverted and just be more like me, be an extrovert. And I don't think this person realizes that it's obvious that they don't realize that, that, that ex that introvert going to the club, going to a party, going out with you. These are all movements on the, on the, on the extra, on the introverts far part movements on the introverts part to 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 be your friend 
just going is them wanting to be your friend. And you're like, all right, we're here. Go away. Exactly. That's, that's not why the introvert went. They went to be with you. They went to the party. They went to the nightclub to be with you, not uh, uh, to be told, all right, I'm going to go flirt now. You go away. What was the point of me coming? Exactly. Like if you if you have certain terms to your friendship that people are just not meeting, that's a you problem. 100% a you problem. I I just, I, it floors me because I, I don't think I've ever resented my introversion to that point. I've, I felt it. I certainly have. We all have been there, I'm assuming, but I've never felt it to the point where I'm so afraid to make a friend because of that. And I just, I, I, I know we have listeners out there who have messaged us, who have told us that they have felt affirmed in who they are. And I just don't want any messages like that bringing you back, bringing you back a few steps Yeah, because <laughs> no. it's not true. No, it's not. I, I mean, that's an excellent example of the kind of thing that makes an introvert feel bad about being an introvert, yep. about resenting their introversion. And you know what? I've told the story of how I spent a lot of time in my younger years, not admitting to being an introvert, to denying that I was an introvert because I thought that's not what I was supposed to be. Because as I've as as we've spoken of, like growing up, essentially being told that being an introvert was bad. You're too quiet. Go out, make some friends. Like all of this stuff is is like made you to feel like like the way that you are is bad. Yeah. And like, it's, I, I, when I think about it, it's, you know, I'm made to feel as though my introversion is robbing me from a fulfilling life. And it's just, if we were to all be fulfilled the exact same way, this world would look completely different. There would be no, no nuances in who we are. And it's just posts like that, people who think like that and, and, are just classic examples of seeing this world and just what's in front of you. And if it's a, it sounded like a, you know, I've never experienced it. So therefore it's not a problem. It's very two dimensional. And, and it's just, it reminds me of the, how to make friends episode we did where we had that lovely article. Tell us an extrovert's opinion on how to make friends. And yes. it's like, wow, how inaccessible are you? Yes. Yeah. No, this is, this is, this is, this particular post is definitely a, like, I, as you were reading that, it was taking everything that I had not to shout into the, into the microphone, into the ether at this person, just like, why did you try, if, if, like, why did you even try to befriend an extra, an introvert, if if you were going to just want them to deny what they are? This is the this is the problem. I think I think a lot of times, and you know what, I've been on the the extrovert subreddit. You know, I've been on the introvert subreddit. I've been on the extrovert subreddit. The introvert subreddit. There's a lot of, you know, people are like, is this normal? They're like, is this normal? It's like the number one question on the subreddit for introverts. Am I normal? Is something wrong with me? This, that, and the other thing. 
on the extrovert subreddit, they mostly don't talk about us. And and sometimes an introvert will come in and ask a legitimate question and they will be like, fuck these, these introverts always coming in here and asking us questions. It's like, we want to understand them. We are, are so like, it is in, like the society as, as Susan Cain writes in quiet is built around extroversion. And so we're like, we, we understand sort of like what it's supposed to be quote unquote and how extroverts are. And when we want to understand the extrovert and the differences and we want to be understood, they're like, well, just be more like us. Good Lord. <laughs> I like, you know, when we've been punished, criticized, made fun of, we've been under the microscope for so long. How, how do extroverts think we feel about ourselves? Like, I don't need you to resent me. Believe me, I resent myself a lot more. <laughs> I'll do that work for me. Thank you. It, there's an interesting thing where, you you know, that that idea of of of, of being criticized, of, of, of feeling that it's like, these are the things that really undermine the introvert, right? Mm -hmm. Like all of those, I will say a phrase, oh, look who decided to come out of her room, mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Oh, look who's look who came downstairs. Look like whatever, like all of that stuff. You're too you're too quiet. All of those things like get under the skin and make you feel like there's something wrong with you. Do you know, can I just can I just add one thing that mm. someone said to me recently? It was like this this old friend that I that I had seen a little while ago. They used a phrase that just got under my skin and it was along the lines of look who decided to join us. Get ready. Well, look who decided to grace us with her presence. Oh my God. Did that not just irk you a bit? Did that just not do something to you? Do you know Shook what me. that does? What that, what that, what that, because there is the attitude, there is the idea that, that introverts are aloof and snobbish, mm -hmm. right? Because when we're out at a party or something, we're not talking to anybody and or we're in a corner or something like that. And a lot of times there are people who who look at that and they say to themselves, well, I guess we're just not good enough for that person. They're just we they just think they're better than us. And and that's sort of what the look who decided to grace us with her presence sort of says. It adds along with, oh, look who's so far above us. She doesn't need to talk to us. But here she is. She's come down from her castle to speak to us as though. What we what actually happened was that you were in like the corner psyching yourself up to say hello to that person that you haven't seen in so long. Or if you were like meeting them for coffee or for drinks, like I don't know about you, but if I haven't seen anybody, and especially if there's more than one person I'm going to see, you better believe that I am standing outside the cafe or on the corner from the cafe or the bar and I am psyching myself up before I go in. And you best believe I'm thinking of a thousand excuses not to go. Oh, I know I'm, you are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like my car's about to get stolen. I have to go, like, kind of excuse, right? <laughs> if I didn't, if it was more acceptable to be introverted and, and to just be who we are, I would not have these excuses. I just would feel comfortable being honest. 
But I'm starting to believe, by the way, by the by, that I just think it's common courtesy that if you want to meet somebody, there should be at least one cancellation before. <laughs> I, I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> You're saying that you should have like one free cancellation in advance of 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 the like. I, 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 listen, I think that 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 we f- we've come up with excuses, and I'm saying we, but I mean really, I mean you. We come <laughs> up with ex- excuses because. It is not considered acceptable to just say, I'm sorry, I just don't have this in me Mm -hmm. when that should be acceptable. That's right. But here we are. Here here I am getting my car stolen for the 14th time this month. (laughs) (laughs) What what can I say? (laughs) Irresponsible. But... Like I just, it, it just in general though, I feel like a, a, any, either party, if no one cancels, I think it's a little rude at this point now. I, th- I think someone's got to cancel. Who's it going to be? And when you cancel, then the real meetup will happen. If there's a second cancellation, that's best friendship right there. Best friend material to me. I think we have different, different uh, perceptions of, of like best friend material. For me, best friend material is where we can sit down and we can have a conversation and there's minimal small talk before we get to the good stuff. That's a good friendship for me. For sure. And that's mine too. Definitely. But like, you know, if I'm going to make plans with you, don't accept the first time. It's weird. Don't say, yeah, let's meet up and then text me the day of and say, hey, we still good? No. (laughs) No, I'm not. This should have been your hill to die on. This is my hill I will die on. Listeners, you heard it here. What a wasted conversation. We couldn't argue about it on a special episode. I know. Here we go. Back to the point. <laughs> but Man. I mean, the whole thing is, I think that, that you know, we get, we get messages and emails from people all the time who've, who've said to us that they have felt terrible about being an introvert. And they are starting to come to terms with it. And, you know, it's great that they're coming to terms with it. But I think, you know, we, all of the things around us that, you know, all of the people who tell us, you know, you're too quiet, all of the people who criticize the way that we're not more outgoing, that we don't have enough friends, like the quantity of friends is more important than the quality of friendships all of these things do weigh on us as, as introverts. So I guess at this point we should be thinking about like, what are solutions? What could like at a certain point, I mean, you could just wait it out. You can wait until you, you become an old man like me. You turn 15. You're like, fuck, I don't care anymore. I didn't want to say anything, but although like I reached that point, I reached that point probably in my in my forties. But it took a while to be able to be like, wait, it's okay. It is okay for me to be an introvert. Oh yeah, I you know I'm still I'm not quite at that point. I'm not like you know age aside though. I'm still working on it. Like I I've mentioned before, I really do have these issues with maybe laying those boundaries down, but I find it more liberating to keep saying to myself, I'm not responsible for how they feel. I'm not responsible as long as I'm respectful about it. And I'm not being, you know, I'm not, I'm not being an ass. Like I'm, I'm going to say what I need. And I have had to really work out ways to phrase things nicely. (laughs) I'm, 
for all the astrology folks out there, I am a Virgo, so I'm pretty blunt, like, and I don't mean to be, but I have to find nice ways of laying down that boundary there. That doesn't make me resent myself. That doesn't make me say, wow, Jess, you know, you, you could have just been, could have just gone to that party. You could have just done it. Great. Now you lost a friend, right? Because I, I have lost friends because of introversion. Like I, I rarely went to parties, like rarely and at, when I was at school. And I noticed that the invites just started dwindling. And I knew that it was because I kept saying no, that there's no point in inviting me. And I started to resent myself because I thought, am I holding myself back? But really, when I look back, I didn't want to go. I can't guilt myself for no. that. I didn't want to go. You didn't want, I mean, here's the thing for me, I've learned, and I mean, we've talked about, you know, how much I appreciate a Facebook invite to a party because then I can look at who else is going and I can sort of say, do I know people, are there people going to this that I know that I really, that I, I can, I can hang out with and I can talk to if it's all a bunch of people that I don't know, I'm, unless it's a friend that I really like, I'm not going to that party. But there are a few friends that I have where when they hold a party, I'll go because I know that there's a group of people that are going to go to that party that I'm going to be able to have a conversation with. So those are safe parties for me to go to as, as an introvert because of the I know the group. But it's taken a very long time to get to that point. Mostly, I'm really good at not going out and not really feeling bad about it. Like occasionally I will, it'll be like, you know, let's say I've, I'm, I haven't gone out for like three weeks. Like I haven't seen anybody. And this has happened in the past where it's like two weeks, three weeks. And I haven't actually like left my house. Like I was on like vacation, that sort of thing. And then I realized I haven't actually conversed with somebody outside of text for like three weeks. I should probably do something, but that's it takes actually a lot longer before I feel the need to go out because <laughs> that's just me going like, I should probably be social, but I can literally stay at home and not really see or interact with people for a very long time. And I'm okay with that. You know, it's so funny. Like it's just, it's listen, introverts, we're not for everybody. This world is so big. They'll get over it. That's one of the big, like my big takeaway from this is their world is bigger than you. If they resent you for it, their world's pretty small then. Cause like they'll find other people to connect with. But going back to it though, I just want to make that comment that you and I have been friends since 2018. Rarely do we FaceTime. Rarely do we call, but we meet once a week Yes, for an hour. Yeah. But outside of that, you're still my good friend. Just from- <laughs> it's always it's funny because because I've mentioned to people, oh yeah, Jess and I, we basically only talk when we record one of these. And people are like, you're not like best friends hanging out, chatting all the time. No, we <laughs> save it all for this hour, right? Literally, here. guys. If Phil and I chatted during the week, you lose this. <laughs> we have nothing to say at that point. No, no, just watch. We end the podcast. Phil and I are hanging out every day. That's like, what right. You doing? What you we'll doing, just buddy? be posting so. pictures, being like, "Hey, see, we're hanging out," and everybody like, "Oh, I, I miss we when you guys are... didn't talk to each other." I know, I know. We pre- we make some good content. I think one of the things that, if I was faced with an extroverted friend, like this person in that, that post, 
This is a person who's not listening to their introvert, but it may be that the introvert is not communicating mm-hmm. what they need and what they want, right? I've there have I know people have been in friendships with an extrovert, and that extrovert is like, we're gonna do this, and you're coming with me, and they're just happy to have a friend. Like a lot of introverts, you know, you you didn't actually intend to make a friend, and then an extrovert comes along and goes, you're my friend. And then they start dragging you around to things. And that's cool for a bit because you're like, I made a friend. And then all of a sudden, you're like, this person is making a lot of demands. Like, why did they, they ask me to go to this nightclub with them if they were then going to get angry at me because I wanted to hang out with them? Yeah. Like, that's, I think that one sentence in there about the club, I was like, dude, that's a niche yeah. demographic. No. Like, not everyone likes a club. No. Yeah. But I mean, the thing is that we've said it before so many times, but mm. it bears repeating. You need to be able to say what you need. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that if you're faced with somebody who will not accept what you need, then they are not your friend, regardless of the fact that they say they want to hang out with you. They're not your friend. Whoever this extrovert who wrote that post on Reddit, however many years ago it was, they're not a good friend. And they're certainly, they certainly weren't a friend to any of the introverts that they called friend. Oh, 100%. Your friends need to be a safe space. Like if you're, you know, you're, you're having a mental health day and you had plans, you need to be okay to be able to express that. I can't go out. I know it's really important to you, but I I just really can't. You know, of course, depending on like, you know, I don't, it's a pretty general idea, but it's just, you need to be able to say it. And if, if this person's putting any sort of guilt on you, like we uh, introverts really cultivate our circles. Do you need this extra weight in your life then? What are they adding to your life? Genuinely. Yeah. Yeah. That's the important question though, because- I know, and I, I, you know, I may have done it in the past, and I know people who've done it, where they are sort of being led by the extrovert, and they are trying to, they're like, this is my friend, so I should do what they want. And, and sometimes it feels like, like you need to, like you're the one that mm-hmm. needs to, to, to acquiesce to what they want. They're like this strong, outgoing personality, so you're just going to follow along. But again, that's not good for you. And it's certainly not giving you any enjoyment. And if if a person will not accept what you need out of the relationship, they are not your friend. Mm-hmm. They can be an acquaintance, but they're not a friend. And you don't owe them your time if they're not willing to, to accept how you spend that, how you need to spend that time. And if there's any extroverts that are just happen to be listening, you know, if you have that introverted friend that's willing to do that for you and go to parties with you, and there's a part of you that has a problem with the fact that they follow you around, that's your responsibility. I'm sorry, but I do feel that's the word to use is responsibility. That is your responsibility to help that friend through it. You You put them in an awkward situation. If you ask them to go to that party with you... Mm -hmm. You ask the introvert, knowing that they're an introvert, to go to that party with you. It is now your responsibility mm-hmm. to be there, to hang out with them. And also, I think it's important to to remember that an introvert who goes to a party where they don't know anyone but you, or they go to a nightclub with you, 
that is an act of love. Yes. That is an act of this person is putting all of their discomfort aside for you. You have to respect how much it took for them to get there. They want to hang out with you. Yeah. Like genuine, like, you know, they wanted to be there with you. And, and, that's a part of why introverts, we don't like being at those places because they're hard to hang out. Like it's hard to talk. It's mm-hmm. hard to, you know, I, if I want to be on my phone for a minute, it looks weird. Like I'm that person in the corner on their phone at a nightclub, like not dancing. That's weird. But like, it's just, or at least it makes me feel weird, <laughs> but it's just pick places that maybe suit you, but can also, we can have a conversation. We can bond, hang out, because that's exactly it. Quality time is an act of love. Yeah. And I mean, let's say that you did, the introvert did go to the nightclub. You know what? If if it is important for you to go and to close down the club, maybe don't go with the introvert. Because I feel like if you're willing to, if the introvert's willing to go with you for a couple of hours, then you owe them some late night food at like whatever. I was going to say sneaky D's like everybody here is in Toronto and knows the best 20, the best late night after club dive bar that there is. But a lot of people listen to this who aren't even in Toronto, who are all over the world. So they don't know sneaky D's, but if you, if they're willing to go for a couple of hours, you do owe them some after club nachos, Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 slow down drink at whatever dive bar or late night Chinese place, whatever it is, they gave to you. No, you give to them with some of your time. I would like to just take this conversation and bend it a little bit because I feel that we don't just get resentment put toward us from just extroverts. I have had it come to me from other introverts. Really? Okay. Because, because remember, like, you know, they're intro it's not just introvert, extrovert, and just these polar opposites. It's the it's a scale. And it it's we all have different needs, we all have different personality types. But I once was friends with a social introvert. They just wanted to be friends with other introverts. They wanted to hang out all the time, but on introverts, introvert friendly dates, if you will, like coloring, coming over to watch a movie or like online gaming. Like it's really cool. But I found that this social introvert just wanted to be social all the time. And I found it difficult. Like it was really tough to keep up with because Mm. I could tell this person was introverted, but it was hard to keep up with them. And when I told them, you know, this was a while ago, but when I had said, I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm really tired. Like I I'm really tired and I need to just do nothing today. And they're like, but we haven't hung out in like two weeks. And I'm like, but, but I have friends and other family and work. I've got to balance everything. I can't make room all the time. Right. Yeah. So I feel that some resentment can come in those relationships as well. Oh, sure. Because as we've discussed, there are different flavors of introvert and mm-hmm. different people. It's a spectrum and you sit closer to the extrovert side of the spectrum, depending, you know, depending on your personality. And so just because you are one way as an introvert doesn't mean that all other introverts are the same way. Right. So that's where communication becomes key. And it has to be communication which goes both ways. Yes, we haven't hung out for for two weeks, but that's not a long time for me. 
I know it's not for me either. <laughs> like two weeks ago, my goodness, I can still remember everything that happened two weeks ago. Like I, <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> but yeah, like I, you know, when I feel that resentment toward myself creeping in, it's, it's not easy just to say that's not true. I can do it. It's kind of like the equivalent of like telling someone to cheer up when they're feeling depressed. It's hard to not resent ourselves, but I so encourage you to center yourself when you're starting to feel that and, and remember that you've cultivated something important and it's worth, it's worth taking this moment to ground yourself. And if someone's making you feel this way, you're not in control of, of, of what they say to you, but you are in control of, of yourself and you can remove yourself from the situation is yeah. what I'm getting at. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, you know, we, 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 we talk about uh, all of this stuff and we talk about communication, but self-communication, you know, I've talked about how or I'm going to some kind of social event, especially if I don't really know a lot of people there. I, there's a lot of negative self-talk that happens. You know, I will, I will convince myself that nobody actually likes me at the thing I'm going to. And what I have to do is really ask myself, is that really true? Mm -hmm. Like, this is a story I'm telling myself. But have I ever actually had any sense that that's true? And if I ask myself that question, like really ask that question, I know the answer is no. I know that none of the people at the thing that I'm going to have ever given me any indication that they don't like me. Mm -hmm. So go. <laughs> it's just your brain trying to trick you back into your comfort zone mm -hmm. and comfort zones are great. That's why they're comfortable. But every so often we have, we should, we go out, we should go out. It has to happen now and then mm -hmm. remember that, uh, uh, nobody actively hates you. Probably. Probably. I mean, yeah. <laughs> You can't speak in generalization. Sometimes there's a real dick out there. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes there's a real person out there who's posting on subreddits and venting. And and then you find out, you read the subreddit and you're like, oh my God, that's me. Like, <gasps> It's her. It's them. The last thing you want to do is like go on the am, I the am I the asshole subreddit and like see like yourself described. Oh, oh, I would die. I would die. Yeah. Oh. Cause then, then not only is this person like they're they're kind of saying like, "Am I the asshole?" But also, the internet is about to pass judgment on both of you. I and like you know they don't know who you are, but oh my gosh, new fear unlocked, Phil. Yeah. Oh my sorry. gosh, sorry I've done do a lot of bad you. deeds. I'm not innocent. I know who I am. Oh my gosh, guys, he's laughing at me. <laughs> Have you been the subject of an am I, am I the asshole before? I am going to scour Reddit now. What if I'm scrolling through TikTok and I see like the whole, am I the asshole? And then I see it described. And you see it described and you're like, holy shit, that's me. Because I stop to listen to them because I'm like, okay, so a lot of the times, no, you're not the asshole. But sometimes you are, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh man, it's out there. It's out there.
there's going to be a story where they're like, you know, we invited this girl to the party and she was going to come. And then, and then she called and she said that like her grandma died, but it's the third time her grandma died. Like what's up with that? No, I know. And they're like, you know, we rescheduled this party for her like five times and like her car got broken into, she has like six grandmas cause they're all dead. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. We've just like scared so many of our listeners right now. (laughs) Chances are the am I the asshole is not about you. Oh my gosh. But if it's eerily similar, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't even let me walk that back. I know. (laughs) No. (laughs) Look what you've done to me. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Shall we go to social? Yes, it's been a while since we've been there. On social media, we asked, have you ever resented being an introvert? What made you feel that way and how did you overcome it? Or did you? So, Louise answered, I've never been an... Louise answered, I've never resented being an introvert, but I have worked with extroverts who seem to resent me being an introvert because I don't respond as quickly as they'd like or I'm too quiet. Well, that's good that you don't resent yourself. (laughs) That's good. Because, like, you can always pick up on when someone's annoyed by you, right? Oh, yeah. And I really, really am envious. And I am envious of the folks that don't take it personally. Good for you. Yeah good for you. I think, you know, we both have, have had that situation where somebody is like, you're too quiet, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And if you're at a party, let's say, for example, if you've gone to a party and that party is very loud and you don't know a lot of people, or sometimes even if you do, there is a good chance you're going to be quiet because of the overwhelm of all of the noise. Mm Mm-hmm. For Susan Kane describes the introverted child or the in, like that the the proto introvert as highly sensitive and mm-hmm. sensitive to to stimulus, and so there's so much going on at a, at a party where chances are we're likely to be very quiet. Mm-hmm. And sometimes at the office, coworkers, for example, you're too quiet. Well, yes, I am, <laughs> but. I know. It's like a yes. That's it. Yes, I am quiet. Yeah. I mean, we could go on the rant. We've already done these rants. So earlier in the episode, see about 15 minutes ago. Totally. But also, you're really quiet. Yes. Makes a great t-shirt. Just putting it out there. You are correct. It is one of these days we'll have to do (laughs) t-shirts. One, one of these, of these days. days, we'll like we keep coming up with ideas for T-shirts, and one of these days we'll actually do them. Hey guys, listeners, if we had T-shirts, would you buy them? Anyway, Joey answered as an actor as a as Joey answered as an actor and a musician. There are definitely times where I feel like being an introvert has stood in the way of me networking and making connections and contacts in those fields. And although I've progressed to a point where I can now engage in small talk without difficulty, I'm not sure I would say I've conquered it just yet. And by virtue of being a highly social and by virtue of being highly social art forms, there were there 
And by virtue of, of being highly social art forms, there has always been a part of me that did resent being introverted while pursuing them. I don't necessarily think it's something you're going to conquer totally. Mm. I, I think like to put it on a, you know, one day I'll get it. Like, you know, you're, if you're making the effort, I think you're already there. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. And like, you know, you'd be very surprised and you know, this person is, is an artist already. I'm sure they know that a lot of us already are introverts. I mean, that's the thing. And that's the thing that kept me for years denying that I was an introvert because I thought, well, I was an actor. How could I possibly be an introvert? I must be extroverted. And it's only only years and years and years later that I find out that, like, as far as I can tell, like 65% of the people who are in the arts, especially in like the 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 outgoing arts like theater or acting and all that stuff are introverts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh said, yes, I have resented being an introvert at times, but mostly when I've been harangued by very judgmental people who were determined to fix me. These are the adamant people who have outright said to me that the only way to have fun is to be around lots and lots of people. I have repeatedly been criticized for being quiet by classmates, relatives, teachers, bosses, you name it. Then they wonder why I don't smile. People don't criticize extroverts for being outgoing. Oh, my gosh. You know, I love the, you know, when people say they want to fix you and sometimes they say it with like that joking little demeanor to them. Yeah. Oh, it just grinds my well, because for them, the way that they have approached this situation is that they feel like introversion is a deficiency that just can be fixed by yeah. exposure to people. I like, I'm sorry. Also, the only way to have fun is with lots and lots of people. I mean, what? I mean, growing up again, it's the whole like being told that you don't have enough friends, have more friends, you know? You need to make more friends, be more outgoing, make more friends. Quantity of friends over quality of friends is the mark of a of a of a successful person. And and that's just not a thing. No, not at all. It's so not realistic either. So not realistic. Shall we go to the internet? Let's go to the internet. Okay. Boy, did we miss, did we miss somebody when we were talking about how to make friends as an introvert, okay? There is an author named Paul Sanders who wrote a book called Get the Friends You Want. And it's not just for introverts, though, because it, it, like they do cover loneliness and shyness, which we've gone over. Shyness does not equal introversion. They're, they they they're not, they're mutually exclusive. You can be an introvert and shy, but yeah, you, you guys know what I mean. You know what I mean. But anyway, I thought it was so fascinating. I was like, there's a book on this. Good for this guy. And they had an actual article called, hey, being an introvert, here's what to do. And I, I kind of liked it because the article was very compassionate and, and it very much did not rely on giving the stereotype of, you know, well, you're an introvert and you're quiet. So here's why you shouldn't hate being that way. Right. It, it just, 
to me, it felt very kind. And a couple of the points that I liked and how to help us not resent being an introvert is socialize the way that is meant for you. And it says that it's time for you to cater your socializing approach to your personality. As mentioned, introverts generally have smaller circle. As mentioned, introverts generally have smaller social batteries compared to extroverts. With that in mind, don't push yourself if your limit is at its breaking point. Know when to stop and when to recharge your social batteries. And that just brings me back to if someone is not happy with the fact that you're not going out all the time and there's going to be no's, that's on them. Too bad. Sorry. I need time for myself and I need time to do what I need. The next point that I liked was never try to be extroverted. Your job here is to stop hating being an introvert, not to become an extrovert. If your ultimate goal here is to be more socially adept, then focus on improving your social skills as an introvert instead of being more extroverted. At this point, out of your, at this point, oh my goodness, get this thought out of your head and start another journey of acceptance. There's beauty in being an introvert, which you'll come to know and love later on. How wonderful. How lovely. That's, that's such a, I, I love this. And then last but not least, Practice self-love. This isn't just talking about your introversion. Remember, your introversion doesn't define you. It's just one piece of the puzzle that is your entirety. Love everything about yourself. Practice self-love by taking care of yourself, paying attention to your wants and needs, and doing the things you want to do and working on your goals. And that brought me back to these people like this extroverted poster or like the people like our coworkers and friends that don't think we're doing a good enough job at being a friend or being a coworker. What they're telling you is that you're not good enough. Your presence needs fixing. I, you just, you, whatever it is you got going on, it ain't, it ain't, it's not good enough. We already introvert extrovert. It doesn't matter. We already are told so many times in our lives that we have something we have to fix and our ability to socialize and how we want to socialize is a beautiful thing because it connects us and we build those relationships that are so meaningful to us. That's something to celebrate. And I think that that was something that I actually didn't really think of is accepting my introversion is an act of self-love. And I really like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. And that's really important to be able to, you know, you have to, you need to be able to accept the person that you are. Mm -hmm. You need to be able to accept that you are an introvert and that's not a bad thing. Remember, it's just how you socialize. That's, that's right. All. It's just how you interact with the world. That's not a bad thing. And again, if everybody was an introvert, was an extrovert, the world would be actually pretty boring because nobody would actually have any like, I don't know, good conversations. No, I know, right? <laughs> I know. Like, what the hell are we going to talk about? Like, <laughs> oh, man. So did we learn anything today? I think I just said it, actually. The, the act of self-love. You know, I was thinking about it. I'm like, I remember doing yoga a long time ago and I remember this instructor 
had an instructor behind them to show the modified moves. So if you can't do this one, I'll show you another way to do it that's just as effective. And this instructor kept repeating, honor your body, honor yourself. If you cannot do it, you're still honoring yourself and you're getting what you need out of it. And I think that's something I want to walk away from is when I state what I need and I choose to not resent myself in that moment, I'm honoring myself. And that is, it's, it's radical in this day and age to honor what you need. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I would say, I mean, it's not something that I've particularly learned, but I want to reiterate the idea that, you know, and to build on what you said about, you know, honoring what you, what you can do and what is, what is good for you. Yes, it is good to get out of your comfort zone now and then, but when you do that too much, your brain gets tired. And just as, just as if you delay eating for too long, you get hangry. If you delay recharging your social battery too often, I guess we could call it social hangry because you are pushing yourself so hard and you are not recharging the social battery, which means you have nothing in the tank. It's like trying to make the car go when it's on fumes. And that's not fair to the relationships that are meaningful in your life. No. They're not getting anything. It's empty, right? And you know what? Chances are when you get to that point, because you're socially hangry, you may take it out on the people that, that you, the, whose friendships you do value and the people who are closest to you. It is important for you to do what you need to do to recharge those social batteries and to communicate what you need to the people around you who need to hear it. 